Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie... Let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and oh, the practical effects. <sighs> um, and also the male gaze? My gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Scott and I are walking through a video store. We come up to Spookies. And I say, was that movie good or bad? And Scott goes, I don't remember. Let's ask Brian as a tiebreaker. And we look at Brian, and he has a blank stare on his face. And that's when we realize he hasn't seen this yet. So we rent it so that Brian can enjoy Spookies. Now, unfortunately, the copy of Spookies that we rented, for whatever reason, played beautifully fine in a HD Blu-ray format for me, but for Brian, was a corrupted <laughs> file that he could only see about 45 minutes of the movie. So, let's talk about Spookies. Here's the thing about Spookies, is that watching the 45-minute corrupted version isn't any less confusing than watching the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. So, I did get enough to understand why Matt likes this movie a lot. Like, I, I realized as soon as I, I looked Does at he it, though? I was like, oh, I yeah, this is the like Matt Kelly movie. movie. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't Matt think Kelly that... movie because right, the special effects department, the people that they got to do the special effects were the people that were Martin City, Kansas's spookiest house decorated for Halloween <laughs> in 1990. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I will tell you that I actually did not enjoy Spookies when we did it for the podcast. Uh, okay. um, Either time. So yeah. why did we re-rent it? So so here's because the reason. It's insane. Yeah, here's okay. the reason why we the reason we re-rented it. So there's a there was a method to our madness. Sometimes we re-rent the movies because we just really want to discuss them again. Other times we re-rent the movie because we're like, man, that movie's insane. And I feel like it'd be even funnier with Brian talking about it. And and just a little wizard behind the curtain. Could this inspire future t-shirts? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so there's a there's a lot going on there. But Brian, let me give you a very, very, very brief history of Spookies because this will make all of the sense in the world to you. Spookies started as a feature film titled Twisted Souls. Uh, it was photographed in the Jay Estate in New York, blah, 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 blah. Um, Twisted Souls was being edited when creative and legal issues between the producers and the financial backer prevented a final cut. The original Twisted Souls footage uh, consisted of all the travelers who arrived in two cars and all of the monsters and effects that they encountered within the house. This would include the demon Ouija girl, the muck men, the spider woman, the snake demons, the hallway demon, and the grim raper. However, in 1985, the financial backer of Twisted Souls hired a new director to film more footage and then pieced the two films together to create spookies. The added scenes included an entirely different cast with footage of a boy looking for a birthday party, a man hidden in a tree, a cat man, an old magician, a girl in a coffin, zombies, and a witch in the basement. So you're basically watching two movies shot like five years apart from each other just glued Mm. together Uh, and that is like part of the charm of spookies is that like these two stories don't make any sense together at all they they never make sense together and it's always like well what does this little boy have anything to do with these people showing up what is this guy talking to the woman in the coffin who literally sounds like he's recording his dialogue through a can like (laughs) it's like it is so bad it's so thrown together but it has that in the in the positive enjoyable watch bank quote unquote it's got that ed wood flair of we've got to finish this movie by any means (laughs) necessary and i have never watched this with a group of people but i feel like this is for sure a group of people hanging out watching a movie and making fun of it type movie this is not a alone by yourself in a basement watching by yourself movie because it's not very enjoyable <laughs> no this movie is this movie is a real slog um and it's not like i mean i've watched a lot of bad movies in my time even before this podcast or the the podcast that spawned this podcast um that's why i got the job uh but <laughs> I, I spookies is just one of those movies that i think that the the um the idea of a lot of cult movies is it's so bad it's good and this movie isn't this movie is just like a head scratcher every scene um Mm -hmm. and and i did a lot of reading about this the first time we did um an episode on spookies and i think that it also is worth mentioning some of the crazy shit that happened with that financial back who's an english guy uh and now this is coming back from the back of my memory brain bank whatever um because I did not revisit like there's a there's a whole website about 
the making of Spookies. And it's, I don't know how they got all the information because it's just absurd. But from what I remember, the financial back was this British guy who is like this real chuckle fuck kind of dude who, um, <laughs> he was kind of like the guy that would pinch a secretary's ass kind of guy. Uh, you know, oh, not yeah. he, he was kind of like a lech. Um, and he had like a really bad sense of humor. And that's why it's called Spookies, because he was like, I want to call it Spookies. Uh, but imagine that in a, some British accent. And yeah. the American people are like, the, that, are, that are attached are like, you can't call it Spookies. That's a, a, a racial, like, it's, it's a bad word. You know, like that, that is not the name. And he was like, it's my money. You're naming it Spookies. Also, we're going to add this other story because it would be fun. Um, and also, we should add fart sound effects for the muck men because Americans love farts. Who doesn't love farts? <laughs> Which, unfortunately, Brian missed that sequence. And if there was ever a oh, sequence... Oh, you didn't see Brian, the muck men? Fuck. Uh, there was ever a scene that Brian would be like, this movie sucked except for the farting muck men. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is, is that it's not... There's nothing clever about this movie. It takes itself incredibly seriously. It's just like the whole movie is a bad one bad decision after another with terrible acting. I mean, really bad acting. Worse yeah. than like, uh, what was that? A Bloody Murder 2. It yeah. was worse than Bloody Murder 2. And the most unfortunate thing is the the worst actor wanted to be there the most. Oh, and dude, the cat like, man? Yeah, that's like the... <laughs> the yeah. What he do you mean? Like fucking, yeah. The guy, that, the guy that plays the cat man? No, 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 no. The cat no, no, man. No, not the cat man. No, the Duke, cool, Duke, cool, Duke. cool Duke. Oh, yeah. fucking Duke. Fucking yeah. Duke. The guy who is reading every line and you know that his acting career peaked in the high school production of Grease. Ah. He is just walking around... Like, forget about it. It's like, yeah. just given 110%. My favorite scene with Duke, and I'm worried that Brian didn't get this scene because it's right before the muck men show up, is when Duke's just working on his, his like, uh, his crowd work. You know, he's just walking around and playing with props. And he, like, at one point throws a blanket over himself. And he's like, look at me. I'm a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, oh, Fucking Duke. Duke. Duke, you child. <laughs> no, Duke, I feel like that's the biggest thing we walked away from the first time we watched this was like, oh, hell yeah, fucking Duke just all up in this business. Yeah, I, I actually, there, it's still out there, but I don't use it anymore. Um, but, but I made a Twitter that was fucking Duke, and it was like me just, just talking in that, like, um, cool guy voice like the new jersey accent voice man i don't miss twitter at all like i fucking hate twitter it's the worst thing in the world but uh aside from parlor um but the it was it was fun to play a character uh, i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i have been enjoying jonathan london signed up for parlor just to troll in there and his stories of that website are insane <laughs> I'm See, not I don't have. So can we te- can we teach me what this is? Parlor is racist Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so so we've had a couple nicknames for it. Um, one one group one person called it only clans, which is a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really good one. <laughs> um, 
Let me see. I have a whole text group that's literally just memes about Parler between Jonathan, Heidi, and uh, our friend Derek. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, so the one is my favorite one that we found was it's uh, the Simpsons clip where Homer drives by and is yelling at his two coworkers. And Homer screams, screw you liberals on Facebook. I'm going to parlor. And then Lenny says, what did he say? And Carl says, I don't know, something about not being able to make a woman come. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, parlor's a, a trash heap. But dear God, that thing started. And within a few days, just the memes making fun of it came a rolling in. Uh, yeah, so, I never heard of it. I don't know yeah, why. It's fairly new. That's why it's only they're gonna run out of money and be gone in a month anyway. Yeah, they're gonna go the way of Quibi. Um, you mentioned the Catman. The Catman. Oh, the guy was, that sounds like Waluigi the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like Waluigi, and he looks like he just wandered off the set of Hard Rock Zombies. Like he is such a lame costume effect and then and he has the fake he ha he's got like one of his hands is in one of those super fucking cheap um pirate hooks do you remember those from like one of my first memories of dressing up for halloween was one of those pirate hooks and it was it's just like a black it's a little you 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 put your hand around this this little piece of plastic on the inside and then there's a black piece of plastic that goes over your hand and then a, a silver plastic hook he was wearing one the entire fucking uh yeah, every scene <laughs> <laughs> um so the other thing that we have to talk about in the beginning of this movie is fucking billy and his fucking surprise birthday party you guys remembered yeah like what the fuck and then there's definitely uh, so look i'm not gonna say that any of this movie looks good but when looking at the information on the special effects used for Twisted Souls versus the special effects used for the additional footage to make Spookies, there was a much better effects team doing the Twisted Souls stuff. Like, they're not great, but they're on, like, that rock and roll nightmare level of, like, cheesy puppetry that I can get into. But, like, Billy opens a box, and you can see the hole in the bottom of the box where the guy's head is sticking out yeah. to be the creepy. Like, it is, like, high school group of kids making a movie for all of those scenes. Like, it is so low budget and thrown together. Which, I mean, it sucks that the movie makes absolutely no sense. Because I do think that there is... a Brian is right. I do enjoy the fact that the special effects in this movie could have came out of like the spookiest haunted attraction in the eighties at like some middle of nowhere, Midwestern town, because it, it like, I like the witch puppet. I like the like cheddar goblin ripoff creatures. I, <laughs> cheddar no, yeah. they're gremlins ripoffs. It's really what they are. Um, and you know, I think that the funniest thing about them is that they don't are uh, like, they don't, um, move their head moves. really at all. Yeah, like their, their heads head move, and I, I believe it's like the bottom of their their chin moves a little bit, and they just look like um, very inquisitive and not murderous at all. Yeah, no, they they've got a very curious looking face. Uh, but even like it's cheesy as hell. But even like the fa the face melt, there's like a claymation face melt that happens. Yeah, that woman, the woman gets electrocuted and then her face melts, right? 
Oh, no, yeah. the guy. The guy. I can't remember. Fucking but but it's like there there is like these moments where it's like, you know what? They were trying like like twist. When you watch it, it's like Twisted Souls felt like they were really trying. <laughs> but the additional footage to make the full movie did not feel like it was trying <laughs> at all. Well, yeah, the I craziest- wish I would have watched this when I first came on the show before you guys ruined me. Yeah. Um, because like you brought up Hard Rock Zombies, and I was like, man, I loved Hard Rock Zombies, but I feel like if we watched it now, I would hate it. Because when I came on the show, every horror movie, I was just like a mother, just a mother, <laughs> wanted to hang it on my fridge and say, look at <laughs> look at the effort, look at the effort my son put into Spookies, you know. <laughs> and now I've just been like drinking whiskey since 10 a.m., smoking a cigarette. It's like you call that art. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, we now, found you, fucking Duke's mom right there. The, so do you think, because this is an interesting question, do you think that that's because you've been doing the podcast for so long, or do you think it's because of the pandemic has just gotten everybody on edge, or is it that terrible combination of both? Um, I think that... I'm my, I think it's just my life. Like I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> my life. You know, my life. <laughs> I don't, I don't blame the pandemic too much for my misery. Although I'd like to, uh, and sometimes I guess I do, but the truth is, uh, I'm just a cry. Like my sister had to text me, uh, and tell me not to ruin Christmas because that's just the human I've become at this point. Just a, <laughs> just a crotchety old man. <laughs> what is, what would you do to ruin Christmas? Enlighten me, please. I just like to say this sucks a lot. All, all the time. <laughs> yeah. He likes to point out how miserable he is very publicly. He's, <laughs> He's turned it. He's younger than me, but he's turned into like the grandpa that's lost his filter at the retirement. (laughs) Well, at least he's not grabbing strangers' asses. No, no. I mean he's grabbing Jade's probably without. I still have the pervert aspect, (laughs) but it's a little less. It it it's perverted in the sense that it is her body and not mine to grab. Uh, But it's okay because she's like. I mean, this is the guy that I married. Like, it's not like she met this really nice guy and then I put a ring on her finger and I was like, give me that butt. You know, like, <laughs> she, she knew what she was marrying. <laughs> oh, God. Much like Melania, she knew what she signed up for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fucking saints <laughs> to deal with. <laughs> Let's not call Melania a saint. She's evil too, but no, like, no, no. I was talking Jade, about Jade. Jade, can be, Jade can be a saint. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it is. It, it's a. Uh, well, here's I'm worried the, about it, Brian. I am worried about it too. So I'm glad Julie. <laughs> I'm glad Julie vocalized that because I'm assuming that was Julie. That seems like a Julie text. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, uh, all right. So back to Spookies. If there's anything else to say, I mean, this movie is. I, I have one thing I got to tell you guys. Um, I have seen. VHS original VHS copies of this at conventions twice and they are worth hundreds of dollars and I don't understand who's spending that money on a piece of plastic for a piece of shit movie like this yeah yeah it's it's so what's shocking to me is like I we we reviewed this movie for the podcast Mm -hmm. and then at one point I bought a bootleg of it but it was kind of like uh, it was the VHSPS. They were doing like four, like 
buy four titles, get the fifth one free. And I really only want it four titles, but they're like, <laughs> well, you should really take a fifth one for free. And I'm like, I don't know, fucking spookies, I guess. So I grabbed spookies. But for the purpose of this, I was like, I've watched the the YouTube video. Like, that's how we watch it the first time. And I've seen the the bootleg and it's basically the YouTube video. But I was like, I think someone put this out on a Blu-ray. So I looked and Vinegar Syndrome had put it on a Blu-ray and they were doing a sale. So I was like, oh, I'll throw that into my shopping cart because it's like $9.99 right now. So, excuse me while I do this. So they put out a double disc Spooky's Blu-ray with multiple special, a whole second disc of special features, including the Twisted Tale, the unmaking of Spooky's. VIPCO, the untold story of the notorious UK home video label. The Alamo Drafthouse screening introduction featuring the director and co-producer. QA with the actors. Um, archival location touring. Uncut, uh, outtakes, bloopers, behind-the-scenes stills. Uh, so they really like loaded up this Spooky's Blu-ray. and I, I'm interested. Will, yeah, I, I will say that I'm excited to check out some of those special features, but much like when we talked about Motel Hell, the cleanup restoration on this movie is so unwarranted. Like, <laughs> like, like it looks no, so, but the thing it is, looks so Motel good. Hell, it looks good and, and it makes the movie better. Yeah. No, this yeah, is but I see I'm interested in the bloopers because I just can't this see whole movie's anyone a having fun on set. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't see anyone <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's kind of like something goes wrong and they have that Debbie Downer look with the sad trombone yeah. playing instead. Or it's um, like clearly scripted. Like, I yeah. feel like that. They're just like clearly, they wrote a script for bloopers so the guy could show how much fun they had on set. I, she, oh, you killed my husband! 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 Uh, I I think that it's possible that the bloopers are just the actor playing fucking Duke trying to keep everybody upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we're having a great time. <laughs> like, yeah, because also, if I remember correctly, when they were recording or uh, filming, they were filming in the middle of the night, like the yeah. entire time. And people were like, and they were not having a good time. Yeah. Well, that's like you don't have a lot of bloopers from clerks. And that's probably because same situation. You're only filming from 8 p.m. until 5 a.m. every day. You're doing long, like 15 minute takes. And most of you have day jobs. So you're only getting about two to three hours of sleep for the two weeks straight. Like and yeah, more than half the- of you don't want to act. You're yeah. just doing a favor for your friend Kevin. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> fucking like, Kevin. There's not a there's not a ton of of bloops yeah. in that movie. Um, I do want to say, I, I I'm officially announcing that I I am taking a at least a six month sabbatical on making fun of Kevin Smith uh, because he's helping out a friend of the show. Uh, actually, the day that we're recording this. Um, Ashley Victoria Robinson and her husband, Josh, uh, I, I almost said Josh, it's Jason, Jason, uh, and their podcast, uh, geek history lesson, uh, are doing a little live stream for about seven hours today, all about the comic book industry. It's to raise money for the wounded veterans, uh, organization. And, uh, Kevin Smith is 
has agreed to be part of their live stream for like an hour long discussion. So, uh, you know what, Kevin, I think your movies are trash or at least the last like 15 years of your movies have been trash, but you seem like a good guy. So I'm going to, I'm laying off for, for at least a couple months because you're helping out. I actually, I actually just listened to an interview with him and he, he, uh, did kind of make a comment where, you know, they were talking, it was, he was on Joe Rogan. And there was something about him being a passionate director. And he was just like, there hasn't been passion in my work in a long time. Like he said, he straight up said it. <laughs> but he, he was, too, aside from like, he had to, it was like 45 minutes of him, like loving weed. Uh, but then he like got super sentimental. He's actually a really nice guy. Like his daughter, he had, his daughter was like telling him to go vegan forever. Uh and he just was like, no, you know, and then he had a heart attack and she like cried and just was like, OK, and literally changed his entire lifestyle because his daughter cried when he had a heart attack. And he seems like a different guy now that he's almost dead. But it didn't yeah. make him a better director because he <laughs> made the most dead. recent Jay and Silent Bob post heart attack. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it ain't great. It ain't great. Um, I also just fun fact for the listeners. Kevin Smith's first ever podcast interview was with Jonathan London, the Podfather. Yeah, uh, oh. he's even he's even gone on the record of saying he doesn't remember John's name anymore. But but he has someone asked him what got him into podcasting, and he said, "Well, years ago, I was in Philadelphia and sat on some dude in his friend's couch and talked about my movies, and uh, I never even knew that that was an option." <laughs> And I was like, that's Jonathan. He's talking about Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's enough about talking about Kevin Smith. Back to talking about this movie. And, I'm trying uh, to give these people a half hour at least, Matt. We're going to oh. have to go off the rails. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's totally what we do fun. with all re-rentals, I thought. <laughs> yeah, the re-rentals are never really focusing on the movie. But I, I do want to say again, like, Brian, you nailed it, and I didn't even think about it when I was watching it. But, like, if you condense this movie to, like, ten minutes of just the the puppets and the special effects and, like, all of those scenes, like the Spider-Woman and, like, this, that, and the other thing, and you sent it to me and said, yo, I found this footage. It's a haunted attraction in Kansas, I'd be buying a ticket to Kansas. Like, I'd be like, who? I can't wait to go and see that. Like, like well, there's I, a reason to go to Kansas, apparently. <laughs> I didn't pull, I didn't pull a random name out of the hat. So when I said Martin City, Kansas, just so you know, don't buy a plane ticket to go there. Uh, it has been voted many years the most boring city in America. And that's why I <laughs> <laughs> that's why I went with that one. Well, I'm going there anyway now to see it for myself. So I have two questions. I can be interesting somewhere. <laughs> you're talking to Martin Matt City. Kelly. <laughs> like, you're talking about Matt fucking Kelly, who cut his visitation to Portland short because he wanted to get to Bend, Oregon, not for the beautiful scenery that is Bend, Oregon, but so he could go to the last blockbuster in the United that is States. True. Like. Can we write a Broadway show called Martin City? And it's just about a, <laughs> a guy that no one finds interesting. So he finds the most boring town in the world to be interesting. I don't think that it needs to be. A, I think that that's way more of like a comedy movie, like a full full fucking movie of that would be 
pretty okay. I mean, it would have to be, I mean, it would be a, a Brian and Matt Kelly production because my sense of humor is definitely far more like fart joke than, than like self-deprecation. I mean, there's a lot of self-deprecation and self-defecation, but uh, <laughs> I think the, the two of you guys could bring some curb your enthusiasm or that shit. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm uh, a little too uh, Mrs. Maisel, you know? Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the character? Like, you know, what's the issue that he comes with? He, he He's pretty interesting in the town. And then this guy moves to town. who has got nine toes. And everyone's like, oh, it's nine toe Joe. And he's like, nine, nine toe Joe. <laughs> okay, oh, maybe it does need to be a musical. It's also really weird when we have a day on the show where Brian is singing more than Matt. And also, whistle behind the curtain for people listening. Um, I got on to the, the recording a little late, a little bit later than Matt and Brian. And Brian said, oh, thank goodness you're here. And Matt goes, yeah, I was singing. <laughs> I was, so we were having a conversation about One Hit Thunder uh, because, because someone messaged me literally while we were waiting for Scott to jump on and asked if they could talk about Lit. And I was like, sorry, someone got there yesterday already. Uh, and then he decided he wanted to me. And he wanted to talk about Duncan Sheik. And I was like, man, barely breathing is a fucking jam. And then we got into a conversation about how barely breathing is a really good song because it's not just the chorus that's catchy, but like even the verses are very sing alongable. Yeah. And how life is a highway isn't like that because life is a highway. You're just sitting there waiting for the chorus. So you have something <laughs> to sing along with. And I was doing I was singing the verses and the choruses to prove my point, And then Scott saved Brian. So. Dude, anytime that I can save anyone from anyone singing Life is a Highway is a good day for me. Like, I basically can go back to bed now because I've done my deed for the day. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Brian. Yes. As we ask every time on a re-rental. Obviously, Scott and I have re-rented this. Do you think you would ever re-rent Spookies? I will never watch this movie again. And <laughs> I, I want to talk to you real quick. No, not you, Matt. Not you, Scott. Talking to you, Logan. I know you're listening to the episode. And I know you're thinking, huh, I should I buy that. find this on VHS. And I'm going to say, no, you lunatic. Do not buy it. I don't care how cheap or how awesome you think it is. I promise you. I promise you. You will regret that purchase. <laughs> He, re- he really will. Yeah. It's so funny because I wasn't going to name drop, but he was the person I was thinking of when I was when I was talking about how expensive this was. And I was like, dear God, I hope that I haven't gotten this bloodlust into, into Logan and, and he's going like, to spend too much money on a terrible film. So yeah. I, I think that there is going to be one more circumstance where I watch Spookies. Um, but with, but with a girl? Date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so... There's a thing that I that John and the, John and I have been talking about bringing back um, for a very long time, which was his little game that he used to call the gauntlet, which was that him and his brother would go to like gas stations and buy like used action Cons. VHS oh, tapes. Sorry. These old shitty like straight to VHS action movies. And then it was a contest with money on the line where people would show up and they would put down some money and they would basically just marathon through all these movies and just kept going until only one person was still able to keep watching the movies intentively. 
And I think that if we ever did another gauntlet, Spookies is like a good, like first or second movie kind of ease you in to like the trash that you're about to sit through uh, as the night continues. That sounds so punishing and I would never do that. <laughs> I, I don't, I, you know, like it's like the idea of an adrenaline junkie, but the opposite, yeah. you know, like a, a, a mediocrity junkie. They're just like, this is so middle of the road. Oh, I can't wait to watch more. I can't wait to exist and breathe. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I miss doing them. They used to be like a fun thing with a group of friends on a Saturday night. Just like because then you're like at a, at a certain point, you're no longer paying attention to the movies and you're just chatting. I never did the money prize. It was just like, hey, let's just put on some trash and sometimes we'll pay attention to it. And other times we'll just sit around and talk. And that's like Brian knows this. If you needed to ever book a Matt Kelly bachelor party, sitting around watching movies and occasionally talking is pretty much exactly what I need. I thought um, that it was reading comic books in separate ro- uh, sides of the room. No, that's <laughs> that's former best friend hangout time. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, we both so, like Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah, well, how about you go read this Calvin and Hobbes over there, and I'll read this one over here, and then if we. You know, find something really fu- like absolutely funny. You can come over here and show it to me. But it, if it's not funny, then you're banned uh, coming over here for 10 minutes. Good God. <laughs> I'm like sad. You made me sad. There we go. We can put that whole thing in the uh, movie that we're writing about the guy who goes to Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's not fully true. I made some of that up. Uh, anyway, so that was re-rental. We will be back with another re-rental next month. And then after that, we're slowing down on the re-rentals. They're going to be every other month. The monthly re-rental is really bogging up the schedule. Uh, high ambitions on the Horror Movie Night podcast sometimes. Uh, so tune in for the next Christmas re-rental. So think about all of the Christmas horror movies we've talked about on this show and what one are we going to re-rent? It's a terrible movie, and I'm sorry, Brian, but there's so much I'm to so talk excited. about. I'm so excited. I watch it every year, guys, so I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's safe. It's two birds, one stone for me. <laughs> fan of young adult novels have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels then join author eric j brown and Alyssa lube of netflix's the circle every other tuesday on yaok available on all podcasting apps Woo! you're listening to the geekscape network Meanwhile, in New Jersey... So, Marissa, what talking points do you want to hit on in this week's episode? Well, Jackie, let's talk about how the film addresses the patriarchy. Ooh, and representation of marginalized people. Ooh, ooh, and even philosophical ramifications of good versus evil and horror. We can point out the triangle boobs, talk about the blood splatter, and, oh, the practical effects. (sighs) Um, and also the male gaze... 
my gaze at the males. hi From feminism to fangirling, the Jersey Ghouls cover all the bases of horror from a woman's perspective. New episodes are uploaded every other Sunday. Just search Jersey Ghouls to find us on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 